Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 27 of On the Horizon. Today is uh, November 17th, 2022. Uh, my name is Andy Whiteside, and I've got uh, Rizwan Sheik with me. Rizwan, how's it going? Fine, Andy. How are you? I'm good. We were just talking. Um, you got some family stuff going on. You're you're still over in India. You're working uh, full time with Integra these days. And uh, how's that? How's that going? I mean, <laughs> we hit the record button, and I'm going to ask you how your employment's going. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, this is all going uh, all going on on uh, on just just a remote session, which which I do with my laptop, and that's that's going on in these days. Uh, uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, uh, this is this is something that. Uh, uh, I, I was not expecting, but then yes, uh, I have to keep on working for this for some more time, and then uh, I would fly again, a uh, flight, fly, fly uh, to to Canada. That's that's what the whole plan is. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we'll be thinking about you. Anything we do to help, let us know. Um, I will tell you that the uh, feedback from my existing sales team uh, has been just phenomenal. They they were floored at how powerful it was when you got on calls with them and customers and on the fly or yep. right before the meeting, we're able to set up real demos and show the solution and show how you use the solution and just do what Zintegra does, which is really make uh, make the solutions for our partner vendors applicable to our customer needs. Thank you. Thank you. So you brought with you today a blog. Uh, let me share my screen so that people that watch the video later can see it. You brought with you the name of the blog is the next generation of VMware Horizon Cloud is here. I think I think technically Gabe Knuth, uh, this came out in August of this year. I think Gabe and I may have talked about this one, maybe maybe not, but this is going to be good because we're going to revisit it now with yeah. your input. Uh, which you know, as yeah. you know, there's lots of ways to think about this stuff and talk about this stuff, and 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 I have to go back and look and see if we did this one before, but this will be different because you have a different mindset than Gabe. And it would be awesome to put them side by side and compare what came out of it. So, so why did you choose this blog, Rizwan? Well, the, the reason behind choosing this blog is, uh, is to first let uh, let our audience know what's going on in VMware Horizon uh, 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 and what what is the new technology that we are bringing in in VMware Horizon that can not only streamline the way we have been deploying VDIs, but at the same time, also give, a kind of, also give an exceptional experience to the end users. Uh, this infrastructure that we talk about is the latest state-of-the-art infrastructure from VMware, uh, from VMware, and that's called V2 platform uh, of, of the project Titan in VMware. And that's something which, which has brought about a lot of changes, actually, the way we look at uh, VDI, or the way we look at application virtualization in the instances. Um, this is for the first time we have gotten uh, a multi-cloud desktop as a service platform with all of its management layers being put across on on the on the control plane directly, which means uh, the users or the or the or the customers would only get the workload that they are interested on, and rest everything just comes in, gets under one single piece of console where you can go ahead define your images, define your entitlements for the end users, uh, define policies. Uh, as well as define applications as well from the RDSH platform. So that's that's the reason. This is a this is a revolutionary uh, solution that has that has been brought about. That's what that's what making me to uh, to have this this blog actually to go through so that the, so that our users can understand like what's next what's next is going on in in VMware Horizon. So Rizwan, to to the best of your ability, try to make this um, make sense for me. And so before this. 
the VMware architecture was a little more complicated maybe than others, this is what makes it simpler and scalable and easier to integrate? Yeah. Is that what you've done here? That's correct. That's correct. So this is this is what makes it more simpler, uh, more flexible actually to integrate. Um, the erstwhile, erstwhile infrastructure that we used to have it, uh, uh, we used to have uh, uh, different pieces, different pieces being uh, being deployed across uh, uh, by the by the by the customer or the or the deployment engineer. But here's what we do here is uh, uh, we we have got a control plane, but all the management layers, right from the image management system till the policy management, everything is bundled across one single control plane. So what you what the user what the admins see here is one single management plane to, to manage each and every aspect of VDI as an application virtualization. Yeah. And and the way they talk about it here is kind of what we were just talking about, but they actually use the term thin edge, which I love that concept. The idea that you got this platform as a service that connects things together, including public clouds, private clouds, private data centers. And it's and it's this yep. thin edge concept that brings brings it all together. Now, how much compute you put at the edge is kind of up to you at that point. But the the uh, solution that you put in place on the VMware side got very simple because of this. That's correct. So, so the, the idea behind having the thin edge infrastructure is is to is to make our customers aware that they just need to focus on uh, on the workloads that they have, and this workloads can be anywhere. Again, the same concept comes across where they can have the workloads on on their choice of hyperscalers in the cloud environment, or it can be an on-prem environment that they want to have it uh, if they are more conscious about data sovereignty, um, and that's where. Uh, the, we, we talk about hosting the hosting the workload environment, and that's what the customers focus on. The rest of the pieces of the management is, is just simply relied on the control plane part itself. So they don't have to worry about the control plane part, uh, the management services part. They just have to focus around on their virtual, virtual desktop infrastructure or application infrastructure. Yeah. So they, they break this into a bunch of different subsets of conversations. The first one is about... Uh, what everybody thinks about other than security these days, which that'll show up here in a minute, I'm sure. Uh, and that's lowering the cost. What do they mean by this uh, solution, lowering the cost for the, for the uh, so we, customer? Yeah, well, so what really happens is if you look at the, uh, uh, look at the uh, previous cloud infrastructure for Ryzen, uh, we used to have multiple management layers sitting at the, sitting at the customer accounts or sitting at the, sitting at the cloud hyperscalers or in the on-prem environment. Um, and uh, this would take a huge toll in terms of management components, <coughs> including the management of the security perspective, that everything is being offered across uh, to a Ryzen control plane. So which means that we don't, the customer doesn't have to deploy or run these services or manage these services across in their environment. It is all be all being managed across in, in the VMware pricing control plane. And what the customer gets is it's just a just a platform, just, just a management platform to tweak all of these settings so that they can they can deliver the BDI workloads. So when we, when we talk about uh, the horizon control plane, when we talk about horizon infrastructure, we talk about the connection services, entity managers, uh, the, uh, the dynamic environment manager, which basically defines the policies, uh, pushes the applications across, entitles the applications and VDIs across uh, to the users. All of these management layers are now being offered across to the horizon control plane. But that brings a lot of cost benefits in terms of in terms of managing this, and plus you also get the uptime and the availability that you need to have it actually from the, from the VMware perspective. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can't tell you that I ever understood the whole pod concept. What? So I love what VMware's done here. This is great. This simplifies the heck out of things. Um, what was the pod? Why did the pod thing even have to happen back in the day? Was there some architectural limitation? Yeah. So basically, uh, uh, the pod actually makes up uh, 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 the design of the pod was to was to make the management more flexible um, uh, for the for the customers for the users. Uh, but then what happens is there were some limitations. There were limitations actually with respect to the pod itself. Like because we're going to have only two thousand workloads being kept across actually in one single pod, and then if you have more than two thousand workloads, or if, if you want to scale up uh, beyond two thousand, you need to have you need to build up another pod. And that makes up again uh, 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 that puts up a lot of efforts. And again, building up the pod, building up the infrastructure for you. Um, in terms of uh, and this was the big, sort of the biggest disadvantage that that the pod used to have it. Now, in terms of the next-gen services that we are offering here, we are actually, uh, it's completely been removed out. The, the, the pod concept has been completely removed out, which means you can go ahead, you can deploy workloads as many as you can, as many as you want to. And then you have you, sing, you still have one single management plane to manage all of your workloads. Yeah. Well, and I think that goes into the next section here where it talks about unprecedented scalability. Uh, what we have on the screen here for people that watch the video at some point, if they want to refer to this blog that Gabe put together, it's got a uh, 20,000 seat environment, uh, single instance VDI in this case, I'm sure. And it's got uh, one, two, three, four, five, 10 pods at 2,000 each, which would give you your 20,000 versus the new uh, V2 way of doing it, uh, where it's just 5,000 scripts, uh, four 5,000 seat subscriptions spread out across one ubiquitous infrastructure. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess that goes uh, down to this next section that says unprecedented scalability. That's really taken the VMware solution so that, uh, you know, tens of thousands of users, AKA single session desktops, uh, which in Microsoft Word world could have been multi-session desktops. That's a whole other conversation. All of a sudden, that became very easy to get your hands around versus building out ten different pods. Exactly. So the, basically, the edge, the, the control plane, basically uh, gives gives the benefit to the edge where your workloads have been deployed across, and uh, and and that is completely scalable, which means you can add in more amount of workloads, and that control plane actually takes care of all of these workloads that comes across on the customer environment. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and then the next uh, paragraph talks about advanced automation. What does this do to make automation more uh, conceivable, capable, reliable, doable? Yeah. So the very first thing is, if you if you, if you look at the complete section that we talk about, uh, the, the entire section is uh, is one single management console that that we bring in. So basically, you can define uh, your application be published across. Uh, from that piece of console, you can also define the, the policy that you want to bring it across. Uh, you also want to define, uh, uh, let's say, uh, what what kind of application we pushed across to what kind of users on a VDI, on a VDI environment. So everything can be defined in a one single console. So if you look at this, there's a huge optimization that that the that the management that that the administrators uh, see actually when experience when they when they look at the look at the management console platform. Yeah. And Rizwan, what's a great example of something you've seen people automate in a just a VMware Horizon environment in general, and specifically around Azure? Um, people have seen. Uh, I mean, we have uh, Horizon Azure on a, on a DAS platform that's desktop as a service. The next generation 
platform again, uh, talks about the DAS platform itself. And uh, one of the biggest advantages that you get across in the DAS platform is you don't have to worry about what the management plane is all about. It, it's just a matter of like, what's the workload that you want to build across. And this, uh, the, the, the workload that, that, that can come across can be, can be anything. So basically, if you if you if you look at the uh, uh, the huge stability that we, that we bring in, a lot of visibility that that you get that we get across actually. So if you if you if you talk about visibility, it's a single plane of glass that we that we get across the on the control plane, where you can actually understand what users is accessing, what kind of application, what's the resource and what's the resource consumption happening to access those workloads, and in fact troubleshooting as well. So uh, the moment we talk about uh, RCAs, or we're going to talk about uh, how do we have root cause analysis, what exactly goes wrong when you have uh, a bootstrap coming up, what exactly goes wrong when we have uh, a slow login uh, 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 happening on, on, the, on the user side. So everything uh, for, the, for the administrator becomes crystal clear, actually, when they, when they go ahead and they, when they look at the control plane. So in fact, the control plane basically provides you complete list, complete RCAs to whatever issue comes across, actually, in a platform. Yeah. And does this make it a lot easier to control and maintain, let's say, VMs that aren't in use and maybe even deprovision them? Yeah, that's correct. Yes, it does that as well. In fact, one of the best things that, uh, that Horizon NextChain provides is it's, it's completely API-driven, which means uh, uh, the Horizon Universe Console actually provides an interface for all kinds of API, for all kinds of solutions that we can, that we can talk about. So if, if you have a... If you have a, a uh, ticket monitoring system uh, like ServiceNow for that matter, or any kind of uh, any kind of ticketing mechanism like Remedy for that matter, or if you have uh, partners building up any kind of data management service packs, you can simply go ahead integrate all of these solutions across with an API with, with the help of API itself through a rising platform. Which means the the erstwhile setup that we used to have it like we used to really literally think about like how we can go ahead. Um, uh, have a have a good amount of have a good amount of design process that goes through uh, to integrate all of these solutions to Horizon. But now it's just an API driven. You can simply go ahead, uh, yeah. integrate all of the solutions with the API itself. Yeah, that that makes that makes life pretty easy. Uh, that makes uh, the systems pretty easy actually to manage and to uh, and to, and to operate. Hey, Rizwan, we're talking APIs. We're talking automation. You said the magic word for me, which is service now. Let's let's try to get one uh, a podcast on the books in the near weeks in the coming weeks around ServiceNow and VD and uh, VMware integration. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, Abby. Yeah, let's do that. We could probably do five of those. Honestly, there's so much integration for VMware and ServiceNow already. <laughs> yeah, All right, yeah. uh, I mean, next. Uh, the, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, there's a lot of things that we can do with ServiceNow or or on a platforms like this, and especially when you talk about like workspace one of the platform. Uh, which which brings in the capability of endpoint management as well as as well as Horizon. There's a lot of things which we can do uh, with respect to service now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, virtual machine management, endpoint management, asset management, uh, monitoring with uh, vRealize. I mean, it's, it's, it's. I started looking at it earlier today. I was shocked at how much already exists that I bet a bunch of our customers don't have integrated and probably don't know they could do and if they have service now or going to have service now that's that's a waste if you yeah. don't get it done that's absolutely absolutely in fact you have huge ecosystems uh, huge huge solutions that we, which we can build up a perfect ecosystem uh, for the customers like a lot of customers have asked we have service now there and we can actually go ahead we can build 
a complete modular solution actually for them with respect to with respect to rise infrastructure or any other human infrastructure for that matter. Yeah. Okay. Um second to last paragraph or section here says improved stability, visibility, and troubleshooting. I think that's probably obvious when you simplify, you get API driven, you get to a single pane of glass, but what are they really yeah. trying to make sure we cover here? Well, basically, uh, it, it just gives you the uh, the complete visibility on what what exactly is happening in your infrastructure. The best part here is when, when you when you see uh, when you log into the visibility, when you log into the monitoring tool, the horizon console, you'll be able to see uh, who is the user who's logged into what kind of application, uh, what was the login type, what was the log off time. If you get a complete analysis and statistics of how many users logged into that application, how many users logged into that BDI, and what was the resource consumption that has happened. Not only that, I mean, you also get a resource consumption of the complete data center, the data center where uh, your, your systems are running, your workloads are running up. And you will be able to understand and also get an idea like how do we scale up this data center across when you have new users coming in or with the new requirement that comes across to build up the BDI platform. So this gives you a, a greater flexibility is to uh, just to understand like how things can things can move up uh, when we when we want to scale up uh, new workloads and new uh, for, for new users as such. And that's one thing. Second thing is like as I mentioned about RCA, so you can actually get a complete root cause analysis. Like if I talk about a slow login, or if I talk about let's say bootstraps happening, uh, I have thousand users logging on to the thousand BDIs. All at the same time, and that's that's a huge bootstrap that I see across. And I, uh, at the same time, if I see any kind of uh, profile bloating happening, so I can understand where exactly, uh, what exactly uh, is going wrong. <coughs> if there's a bootstrap happening, is there a slow login issue? What exactly went wrong? Is that a network issue? Is that a is that a file server access issue? Is that a profile which is which is getting stuck up somewhere in Outlook in, in retrieving the Outlook OST files? So all of these will be the, the administrator would be able to see and uh, understand like what things are going wrong and they'll be able to make corrections as well. Yeah. Yeah. Knowledge is power. Visibility is huge. Um, simplicity, stability, right? But um, having the uh, one place to go look and make sure everything's up and running and monitored. Uh, not having the 10 pods that we were talking about a while ago, which I'm sure there were ways to efficiently do that, but it took extra effort. In this case, it's it's more simplistic, um, you know, massive step yeah. in the right direction here. That is correct. All right. So the uh, the, the blog written by Gabe um, kind of at the end just gives you a bunch of links to things. What, what do you, what, if people want to explore, either they're new to, uh, VDI, they're new to end-user compute, they're on existing VMware uh, Horizon environments. What do you recommend they do? Well, uh, they, they can start off uh, by doing a small, by taking up a small free trial tenant uh, of a V2 platform, that is the Horizon Next-Gen platform. And once you do that, uh, uh, the, the administrators will be getting access to the Horizon console. Uh, they can they can build up BDIs and they can they can start they can start working around on the horizon console itself. So that's just a trial that 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 gets it long actually, and uh, it's just a matter of uh, our customers uh, going and talking to talking to us and uh, we we going ahead taking help from VMware uh, uh, who can who can actually build up the free trial tenant actually for them, and then uh, give give them around and they, we can go ahead and build up a BDI for them. So yeah. that becomes pretty simple, just like what we were doing for uh, 
the, the cloud platforms earlier, uh, a free trial tenant for V1 platform that we were doing it. The same thing we'll be doing it for the Horizon Next Gen platform and the V2 platform. Yeah. And what's uh, super nice about the fact that this is a cloud service based in the cloud, it, you know, real simply integrates with uh, cloud services, in this case, specifically Azure, and the ability to spin up a proof of concept sandbox, kick the tires. It just makes it simple. I, I don't even know how old you are, yeah. but but I know that in you know my day, I used to build servers without virtualization and spend all night building them just so I could break them the next morning. Um, those days are over. Yeah, those days are over. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. In fact, the Horizon Control Tree would actually get gets pre-provisioned for you, which means you have your broker server ready, you have your uh, uh, your VDI uh, templates ready. Uh, you you just have to go ahead, log into the console, and that's it. You you are you're ready to deploy your media workloads and title all the users actually with the help of Cloud Connector. You deal with your Active Directory, and that's it. You're up and running. You simply go ahead, install a Horizon client in your machine, uh, any machine for that matter, and you can start start launching VDIs or applications on that. Yeah, that's that's just super powerful, super awesome. And then the honest and the nice thing about that that's for the sandbox. And if you really need to do a real world. Um, Production implementation, in theory, uh, a simplistic version at least, could be almost that easy. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. This is how it goes. Uh, in fact, uh, uh, there have there been uh, talks actually happening as well, where users can actually go ahead avail uh, uh, avail the free trial version actually from their partners like us, and then you can go ahead and and VMware can go ahead and they can they can talk about like updating and giving the services to them uh, on the platform. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and of course, uh, someone listening to this on the VMware side or from the customer side could also talk to us and we'll we'll make all this happen and all those special things around app integration and profile management and endpoint integration. Um, yeah, we'll do that for them, right? That's, that's what we do. That's what good partners do. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Make it easy for people. Well, Rizwan, I appreciate the time and, uh, you know, good luck with your family member there. And we hope to get you over to uh, North America and living full time in Canada and U.S. As, as soon as it makes sense. Thank you very much, Abby. Thank you. Thank you for that. And uh, I, again, appreciate what you're doing with us. You've certainly up leveled our um, our abilities to talk and we can do it. We've always been able to do it. Uh, but our ability to articulate the VMware story to our customers and the VMware folks that we work with, uh, you're making a huge impact there. So thank you for that as well. Thank you very much, Andy. Thank you for that. All right. And with that, we'll wrap it up and uh, we'll do it again in a week. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you very much.